Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply. But that's what it is. You always say call a spade a spade. If you don't have the potential, then fuck it. Yeah. Oh shit, I messed up already. Oh shit, so. <laughs> but they know they're not buried material. Exactly. Oh my god. Podcasting is therapy for me. I mean, I really don't do it for no other reason because I just like being honest and. And telling my truth in hopes that it'll help people be more transparent and honest about what it is they like, what it is they love, what it is they hate. I mean, if we can't be honest with ourselves, then what the fuck are we doing? You are now listening to The Reality Is. I think you make it more difficult than it has to be. I was just trying to figure out where to actually start, because I know normally on The Real Spill, we don't do like the full, what a word, this is Anthony Roberts type thing. I think you're lost because we're not in the studio today. It is, that's probably it just, I just feel like I'm trying to get back on Like a rhythm Try to be, get back on schedule Because it is different Like when you're in the studio I'm not I don't have to touch the board mm-hmm. I don't have to make sure Everything is on Speaking of that Clearly it must be on I hope so Or do you think we should Take a break and test it uh, For your sake Let's take a break and All test it we're going to take a break And make sure I have the encoder on If I have the encoder on Then I guess this too Will be on the podcast We'll be right back So we are we are back, and the encoder was on. I didn't turn it on, so I, I guess it just kind of. I guess this was destined to be recorded today. I guess, like you say, we've been kind of off the real spill uh, bandwagon for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, it's more so because it's been busy. Yeah. But for the new listeners who may just randomly come in and drop yourselves in on episode one ninety four and real spill. We normally don't do this, but I am your host, Anthony Roberts of The Reality Is, and... I'm Artesia Swindle, co-host. Oh, you gave your last name. Normally, you just be like, Artesia, and that's it. Well, I mean, it's been given so many times before by you. Really? Yes. I do have it bad sometimes giving people's government names. Sometimes, all the time. But I've done a lot better. So, we have two um, glasses of champagne sitting in front of us. You have about a half of a glass full. I have a fourth of a glass full mm-hmm. um, or left. But, but I'm on my third glass. So. Yes, you are. I'm a smoker. Yeah, I'm a champagne Which drinker. I am partaking in at this point in time. But, hey. Tell the world. I mean, it's <laughs> legal in like six states, I think. And then it's pretty much legal everywhere else when they start saying here is a fine for smoking it Mm -hmm. as opposed to you are going to jail. Yes. For smoking. And then I didn't say what I was smoking. I didn't say what I was smoking. Have not been released. I didn't say what I was smoking. No, you didn't. I just, you know. I think I feel like I'm in my right mind. That's good. I would hope so. (laughs) We have like about 30, 45 minutes to give to these people. So 
30 or 45 people have been asking for an hour and an hour and a half that shit just getting too long yeah it really is I go and back especially and, with the number of episodes yes. that are being put out and the number of episodes that are being booked in any Hell given yeah. day like I don't know until the shit's hit my uh, fucking calendar and no, I'm like that's, no you sometimes, know beforehand cause I do try to keep you'll you tell me mood. who's coming yeah. but at the same time like it's more so of I don't know when they're coming well it's, I think I book it that way just because I know that we have a lot of stuff going on and mm-hmm. then with the summer coming up we have a lot of travel push your mic on. up son so push your mic up I'm trying to get it up there is that better yes sir I, yes ma'am Jesus did I turn into a man overnight no I just think I made it very clear that people know what I'm smoking yeah, clearly. <laughs> All right. So, guys, we are literally like three episodes behind yes, on the real spill. Yes. We've had um, Show Baraka, Vanessa yeah. Hill. Show. <laughs> Spidey. Come Demi on, Spidey. <laughs> and Devontae Johnson yeah, on the was, podcast. Yeah, he was cool. All of which were awesome guests. I think the Demi show. Voice. Yes, awesome. I think the show, I did mention her. I don't know why you went back and said her name again. but Uh, I think it's, again, apparent (laughs) that people are now in agreement of what I am smoking. Okay. Uh, That's what I think this real episode will be called, What I'm Smoking. Okay. Well, maybe you should pipe down over there a little bit. But um, I think show Baraka and Vanessa Hill were very uh, important to me because prior to like we did an episode talking about their um album so yeah. many feelings mm-hmm. and i had reached out to try to get them on Great the episode album, by the way yes i reached out to try to get them on an episode but never heard anything back yeah. and lo and behold all this time our good friend esther mm-hmm. who's been on a podcast a number of times uh, was managing their tour so she made it happen and that was a great interview yep and then shout out to the homie uh terrell Lindsay. yes Cause He's like the one that introduced us to them Yeah, to their music yeah, their And music, that's when we started, you know Going as, is sought after them? Can we say sought after? Is that yes, proper you, English? you can, you can You know, so we sought after them Okay <laughs> I don't know where this is going today <laughs> So I also, my favorite interview over the last couple of weeks Has been Demi LaVoice It was mm-hmm. a short interview Of course, but you were just so mesmerized With by her, her voice. voice You know how many times I've set up and I've listened to that clip Mm-hmm. I'm just literally sitting on my couch and I'm like, I want to hear this. I want to hear something melodic. Yeah. And I want to hear something soothing. She just has a soothing voice. And then you go to her page. Excuse you guys. Is that the air? Is my air? Yeah. They made it change the condensing unit. That thing sounded like it was starting. I don't think it sounded like that, but okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Ooh, man. Ooh. Remind me to never do a real spill episode with you under these conditions again. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Captain Kirk. No. Okay. I'm just joking. Okay. I'm, just, I'm about I, to put my God, down and walk away. I swear to God, I'm just joking. Whew. All right. What were we talking about? Where were we at? You were saying oh, that Demi out the of voice. those. Yeah, Demi, yeah, Demi voice. voice is my favorite one, man. Uh, blown away by her voice. Mesmerized by her voice. Um, very great talent. Mm-hmm. And she's a sweetheart. She is a hard worker. Yeah. I can just tell from just looking at the stuff that she's doing. And mm-hmm. she just recently sung at some um, event here, and she won first place. Oh, awesome. Um, here in Dallas. Some, yeah, uh, we it definitely was like a look forward to working more with her uh, with some of the events that we have coming up or we're putting into place right now. Why do you sound so proper on this episode? I- I didn't think your, I did. Yeah, like your posture, like it's you, oh, like sitting I'm really straight. Just, like, like you like a news anchor right now. 
No, that's not that's not like this is real spill. Like relax, man. I'm very relaxed. You drink I think, the rest of that drink. I think more Here, of you what you're of seeing for me is the fact that sometimes when we go into episodes and we're recording, you everybody mm-hmm. knows that I'm goofy. Yes. And sometimes I tend to play around. Yes. But that usually irritates you to the point of you don't want to record anymore. So I'm trying to make sure I stay focused. You can loosen up a little bit. Like, I mean, let I'm your relaxed. shoulders down. I'm, I'm very relaxed. Normally you have like a blanket and some shorts on. But it's hot in here today. I got the air on. Yeah, but we also turned it up so it wouldn't interfere with the audio. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> also, shout out to the homie uh, Devontae Johnson. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Because he just had such a great personality. Like his vibe was awesome. Yes. And he was like... It wasn't like pulling teeth when you were talking to him. You know, some people come yeah. on and it's like... You it was a to, great interview. I think if yeah. people heard the interview, they would realize, too, that you kind of stole the interview from me. How so? Because you wanted to go back to talking about his book, which just, which, yeah. which, which, I was going to do. Uh-huh. I just had questions. If you come on the podcast as a gay, you know, black author, mm-hmm. there's going to be questions I have. And the books that you're writing about is about love. They're so I want to know the experiences about what it is like as a black man or a gay black man to date and date other men. Like, mm-hmm. how is that? What is some of those situations? You know, do you have the same stipulations? And what is it like, you know, knowing that men are hypersexual and it's men on men? Mm-hmm. So those are questions that I had. I'm sure other people enjoyed those questions well i I wasn't trying to take away from his book though but i just you kind of snagged it like well i wasn't trying to snag it from uh, you and i definitely understand that you know you might have had questions along those lines Yeah, I i just really felt like one of the things that when i was doing my research on him one of the things that he prided himself on was the fact that the books were written yes Mm -hmm. about love yes Mm -hmm. he is um gay Mm -hmm. but the books were also (laughs) written where anybody can put themselves in those shoes and say this is what it feels like in this moment of going through a relationship a breakup Mm -hmm. whatever why do i feel like i always feel like sometimes i have a a black woman inside of me when i'm listening to some shit listen to what i'm about to say (laughs) listen listen to what i'm about to say so you know how i explain why i did what i did for Mm devante just imagine somebody sitting back watching this on tv Mm -hmm. so i'm saying how i feel about you know deontay uh, devante and you know people are probably like but nigga he don't want to be talking about his gay life he want to talk about the book and then when i say what i just said before you started talking mm-hmm. and then when you start saying what you're saying i could hear some a girl watching us on tv saying mm-hmm. tell him bitch yes bitch read him bitch <laughs> exactly see bitch he's stupid like i could just see a woman like looking at mm-hmm. us because it's kind of like um how they do Charlemagne on the breakfast club yeah. like when he say certain shit that's out of context and they like what is this nigga talking about yeah i just had one of those well moments. that's why i jumped into the interview because i kind of felt like and then some of the questions you were asking i sensed a little bit of hesitation in his voice as well so you kind of have to gauge all of those and i consider myself to be somewhat close to the gay community a judy whisper so- <laughs> that's what we're gonna call this podcast a judy whisper so when i sensed that's the hesitation the in his are. voice i was like okay let's get this back on track of what he yeah. came to discuss and for people who don't know what a judy is what is a judy so they don't. So they do know. I'm I not. Never, I'm not interviewing. I never call myself a Judy Whisper. I'm calling you a Judy Whisper. <laughs> okay. But, so but, why so, are you calling me a Judy Whisper? What is what, that to you? You are. You. I mean, to me, I think a Judy is. Y'all be saying a good Judy is like a gay guy being a girl's friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just saying you're a Judy Whisper. Every time we fucking go somewhere, if it's gays around, they just fucking like gravitate gravitate towards you. <laughs> And then it's like, not to be funny, even if we walk in a restaurant somewhere or we go check into a hotel or something, like if they're gay, mm-hmm. you instantly feel more comfortable. So I just call you a Judy Whisper. <laughs> okay. So that's going to be your new nickname. <laughs> 
So what I'm excited about most of all to talk on here is just I'm so used to the studio because I hear myself my voice echoing, <laughs> especially because I'm loud. But uh, yeah, but the, the the biggest thing that I'm excited about is we actually teamed up with Mike Zavala mm-hmm. at uh, MZ Studios and yes. became co. What's what's our title? I want to make sure this is right. Partners, co-owners, part owners, okay. whatever you want to call it. We have basically brought our two entities together yes. for the greater good. Yeah. So without telling too much. Exactly. But I did, but the, the the thing that's big to me about it is we were sitting in the studio one day just to kind of tell people mm-hmm. the backstory of how it came about cuz a lot of people when they saw the picture they well, were like Well, I think you have to you have to back up even before that that day in the studio in the studio where we were talking about Are you about smoking? It. I'm not smoking. Studio. I might be high off of like uh I don't know what we smoking. <laughs> I've never said when I'm smoking. You didn't have to. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't say You anything. didn't have to. So but what anyways, part are you talking about? So I think we have to go back to when we first started going to the studio ourselves. And because it's pretty much been proven that, I mean, you've been somewhat of a trendsetter in this whole Dallas-like podcast scene. Okay. So when we first started going to the studio, um, and then I you think You said we, that I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I am saying that, okay. and I'm okay with saying that. I'm just making sure because I didn't is, write this is not on any paper. It, it doesn't have I, to I don't be do on self paper. Proclaim things. <laughs> it doesn't have to be on paper. Okay. I'm saying it that gotcha. you've been a trendsetter mm-hmm. when it comes to the Dallas podcast. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so when we started going to the studio, and then people started noticing that that's the studio that we were going to. Correct. We started hearing that other podcasts were coming, which is great. Yes. And so then that day in the studio, it was brought to us like how hard we work, how consistent we are. And the fact that other people were coming on board after us was the main thing that sparked that. Yeah. And I'm not saying anybody is following us. Yeah. No, not in a bad way. Yeah, definitely. You know, I just feel like I do personally set trends. I do feel like personally, I have a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. So I was just sitting up in the studio, you know, Mike knows this shit, and I just kind of gave him a pitch. I won't say what I said because then somebody may try and, you know, Jerry Maguire my shit and use it. Mm-hmm. But I, I said what I said. I was confident in, in what I said, and I told him what I had. Mm-hmm. Excuse my ice maker. Done. And I told him what I had to offer. And I think that's a big thing when you're going into business. If you want to partner with someone or if you're trying to get them to sponsor you or put money into you, one of the biggest things that you can fucking do is tell them what you bring to the table Mm -hmm. and how them coming on board with you or you allowing you to come on board, how they would benefit from it, too. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. And that's one of the things that I like, because even when we did the uh, meeting to finalize everything or to, you know, set it in stone it was kind of like we were all on the same page you came to the table you said well you know you were going to bring and he came to the table and laid it all out and said this is what we have so what can we do to make it better yeah. we came to an agreement and now we're moving forward with that yeah no it's definitely um exciting but the first thing i thought about when the deal was done and we took the picture i was like shit more shit on my plate oh yeah me too fuck i thought about that too but I was like, oh, even with something as simple as the as like the calendar mm-hmm. access, mm-hmm. I was like, OK, because mm-hmm. <laughs> you think about everything that we're already doing just for our brand alone. And then you bring in another brand and it's like and, and it's the same yeah. can be said with the podcast that we're yeah. bringing up under us yeah. for the network. It's like, wow, you really just mm-hmm. realize how much work you're putting out. I think we definitely got some um, dope, uh, some dope podcasts that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some dope. Super podcasts excited that, about this next rollout. Yeah, um, I don't say too much, but yeah. I, yeah. But I'm, I'm excited about it too. I got to meet them. Um, 
one of the people was rude. But I didn't catch it until you brought it to my attention. Then it kind of dawned on me. And I I was like, like oh, okay. I was like, well. But the good thing about it is I brought it up Mm -hmm. and we were able to resolve that Mm -hmm. and move forward. See, I wasn't even tripping. But I do appreciate you. Well, I think for me, I had to bring it up because in a business setting, it's kind of like one of those things where um, if you're coming to us for help yeah. and assistance we want to make sure everybody's on the same page we want to make sure there's no problems yeah. especially with some of the um, stories that we've had yeah. to deal with in the past yeah. we don't want to go back down that road yeah. so now I'm excited because yesterday on yesterday we uh, was in we, we, we booked a studio here in Dallas mm-hmm. and we did a photo shoot for some things that we have coming up and this was totally random because yeah. we were actually supposed to be out of town this weekend. Yeah, Texarkana, I need y'all to do better. I was supposed uh, to be in Texarkana, yeah. but can we get some studios? Can we get better websites? Yeah, can we get studios to to actually do better business <laughs> so we can be scheduled to get our recorders <laughs> in like we intended? But Texarkana, I will be home. Um, I was saying maybe the next two three weeks. Yeah. So after San Diego, before Atlanta. Yeah. And, and so our typical like, um, our, and we have to clarify, photography studio that we normally book yeah, yeah, yeah. is uh, was booked yep. for the weekend. We weren't supposed to be here. It was kind of like random. Yep. So I did some research, found another spot, you went came to through. it. And it was dope. Yeah. It was a dope setup. Um, shout out to, to Poster Boy Man for coming through again, yes. um, helping me. So what's coming down the pipeline for me? Like I've really been, I, I feel like I tell you guys so much mm-hmm. about my life mm-hmm. and I tell you so many things that happen and I've had people from my brother to mm-hmm. people who don't know me sometimes question certain things or the validity the validity, validity of certain things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Let me tell my story first of all of how the podcast came about. Mm-hmm. But let me also travel to some of the places where I grew up and go to some of the areas that are still there that I was in and talk to some of those people that I was with when I got my hands dirty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not to tell certain things, but just to to to, to the acknowledgement of knowing. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like if I tell you guys on if I tell you guys all this shit on wax and none of it is true, then it's like why are you even listening to the podcast? It's not anything to prove to anybody. But I definitely feel like I have a story to tell, mm-hmm. and I, like I said, a lot of people always ask me questions. So it's kind of like, hey, I'll give you a story about where I come from, what it is I do, how I got to this point, and why I am or you know why I'm still planning on moving forward looking to, looking for bigger and better things looking yeah. towards bigger and better things and this is the age of video I think it's great to do yeah. you know to tell people things but if they can actually put put a visual yeah. with it it makes it 10 times better it definitely makes it better because I tell you all the time like some podcasts I'll listen to and it's kind of like if you say certain shit like okay if you're talking financing mm-hmm and then I see you and you drive a Honda. Not saying that you yeah, can't listen. Not saying yeah. that you can't be financially wealthy and drive a Honda because that could still be smart. Yeah. But if you don't have any proof that what you any other proof at all at yeah, all, I get that. then it's kind of like okay. So it's the same thing with somebody talking about like sex or like if I heard dudes talk, attractive yeah, and they're not attractive all. or they overweight or if it's a girl and she stink or she ain't got shit and she living at yeah, a mama house and this stuff like that. Comment, then it's kind of like, okay, um, why I, am I listening to you about this shit? Yeah. That was my feelings. Cause I heard somebody make a comment like that. And then I met him in person and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's not saying that you have to be beautiful to speak. Yeah. It's just saying <laughs> people like to put a face, you know, a name to it the face adds- and a face to the voice of the things that they are listening to, yeah. because like you said, it has an impact on what mm-hmm. they're saying. And I think it adds just a little bit more stock and credibility. Credibility, yeah. boy, I can't. I'm slowed all the way down. Yeah. 
too far down. I can't even roll my tongue. I ain't even trying to speak Spanish. Jesus Christ. But hey, but yeah, so I was excited to to shoot yesterday, you know, mm-hmm. to get some pictures going. We also are getting ready to run some ads with some um, very different publications, pub- different outlets. publications yeah. online and hopefully some magazines. So we're definitely working on some things. We um, definitely appreciate the listeners who continue to listen and also tell us you know how much they like the show and why they like the show mm-hmm. and who and, and now and they're pointing out like if you don't post the episode they're like okay what happened yeah or oh, yeah, somebody like, did like say, we said in the beginning when you coming back you gonna do another but yeah. I, I think I'm gonna get back on the schedule that's something that you and Franklin have brought to me mm-hmm. and said that I do need to become more consistent on just having a set day mm-hmm. um, because at one point I was able to just put out three and four episodes a week and I still can yeah. do that but it's like the schedule is becoming you, more busy you're running through our content yeah. and then and when we are too busy to actually get into the studio and record, we're yeah. kind of like fucked because it's you put us all out there. Yeah. So I'm going to just get back to using half the dick. So I've been giving y'all listeners the whole dick. So we're about to get back to half a dick. Okay. So that means we're going from two to three shows a week. So we're going from 12 inches. We're going to go back down to one show a week. So that's eight. Okay. It's still consistent good penis. Oh, okay. And good listens. All right. So they're good. What's the what's the next one on the what's the what's the next one on the list? So I'm excited. I feel like so much time is passing and I look up and I'm like, damn, we only been recording for nineteen and a half minutes. So part of the reason why we're doing this podcast today is because again, you burned through our last what, four episodes? Yes. And that, that was I'm excited because I'm about to be on vacation. What? Yes. Yeah, girl. Birth- it's Gemini season. Mm, running duck. Birthday's next week. Blah. I will be out enjoying some beautiful <laughs> views in California. And yeah. I'm so excited about it. Not to mention to the people that we people. hang out with yeah. when we go to California. So. And we have a good rec- uh, good, good interview. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did set, I, you know what? Ooh. I did set that up on yeah. my birthday trip. Yeah, you so, did. Yeah. Yeah. You get a little something, I get yeah, a little something. I was like, if I'm going out there, then I need to, we got, it got to be some business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't it dope, though, with people, I, we were talking, when we did the business, you know, with the, the studio, mm-hmm. um, Mike was like, y'all still not together? <laughs> and I was like, nah, bro. And he was like, y'all not together. I said, nah, It was nah, so bro. funny the way he slid that in there, too. Mm-hmm. He right was at like, the end. yeah, stop lying, because y'all know y'all yeah. going to get married. And, and I was, was like, like nah. nah. <laughs> and he was like, come on now. And he was like. Come on, man. He was like, y'all know y'all still together. I said, he's like, y'all travel together. I said, but we ain't fucking, bro. Yeah. If we ain't fucking, we ain't together. Yeah. But we do still enjoy traveling together. <laughs> I just told you that the other day. I was like, why the fuck am I going to spend some money on some girl that I really don't fucking know mm-hmm. and I probably won't enjoy? Mm-hmm. So I was like, why not just go? And we could do some work out there. We could celebrate your birthday. We yeah. know people out there that we hadn't seen because we didn't go to California last yeah, year. Yeah, we missed last year. We spent Normally all our time up north and on the East Coast last yeah. year. So we was like, might as well go back, hang out with some good people, kick it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. we hadn't seen some of our partners since we actually broke up. Yeah. So this is because this is going to be interesting. Maybe uh-huh. I'll start taking advantage of some of those Eddie Lacy throwouts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's always a go good ahead and time. trip me up a little bit, white girls, when I get to to California. <laughs> oh, they well, <laughs> shit, they be all over you anyway. They different than California though. Yeah. California is not like you got to worry about if they worried about if they gonna lose their dad's uh-uh. uh, inheritance. And they don't care. They don't give a fuck out there. Yeah. So California is is my kind of town. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I actually wanted to talk about something to me um, today. Actually, you wanted to do the podcast, and I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm not even going to do the podcast. I don't feel like it. I'm tired. Yeah, because I knew that come next week, you'd be like, oh, we need to have something out. We yeah. need the podcast. Yeah. And well, this is your opportunity today. Yeah, so I was sitting on the couch, and I didn't want to do a podcast. And then um, it's crazy. I turned on my Xbox, 
And if anybody plays Xbox, you know that you can see, like if you have friends on Xbox or you have any other users that you may play games with or whatever the case may be, you'll see them when they log in or log off. Mm-hmm. So I saw my homeboy that I grew up with, Dorico. He was on there. You know, shout out to the homie Dorico. And I saw his username pop up and he was getting ready to play Fortnite. So I was like, okay. That's I my son's new favorite. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck this nigga playing Fortnite? Like, we like 36 years old. I mean, like, it ain't no, I'm playing NBA 2K. So, um, so I, I, re- I reached out to him and I texted him because, you know, as adults, we don't really talk to each other as much as we should or keep in contact with our friends as much as, as much as we should. And, when I saw his name pop up on the Xbox, I was like, you know what? Let me text him since he crossed my mind. So I texted him. I was like, hey, what's good with you, bro? I see you jumping on Fortnite. What you about to do? So he was like, oh, bro, that ain't even me. He was like, that's my son. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was like, uh, but he be on that bitch. He's like, I, I can't even get no game time. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm sure, bro. So he was like, um, but I wanted to talk to you, man. And I was like, what's good with you? And he was like, man, I just wanted to say uh, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I see what you're doing. You know, he's like, I see you making some moves. You know, he's like, I know who you are. I know where you come from. And he's like, bro, it's just good to see you, mm-hmm. you know, doing what you're doing. He's like, and I just wanted to let you know I'm proud of you, my G. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I appreciate that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I think it's important. And I said, it's actually right on time mm-hmm. with you saying that because I was like, I don't really have any guy friends like that. Yeah. Not even ones that I'm con- that are consistent or that have been around for years after losing, you know, like my brother and, mm-hmm. you know, my some of my friends I had previously. So when he said that to me, I told him, I said, bro, it is so important to have an exchange of emotions mm-hmm. between men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Without feeling like or thinking that shit is weak or it makes mm-hmm. you gay. You know what I'm saying? Like to tell another man, hey, bro, I love you. I see what you're doing out here. Yeah. I'm here if you need me and, and you know, whatever you need to talk about. Because so many times I know being a man, we carry shit. Mm-hmm. We carry so much fucking shit and we don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to seem weak. And if you're an alpha male, I feel like I'm an alpha male. So it's like if you're an alpha male, you don't want to tell somebody when you broke. You don't want to tell somebody when you hungry. You don't want to tell somebody when, you know, not to be funny. You We talk about women having all these emotions. Men do too. Yeah. We just tuck that shit away. Like we ain't going to come home and bitch about having a bad fucking day at work. We just going to be like, hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we may say I had a bad day and I don't want to talk about it. I, at least that I know that's how I am. Yeah. So it's like to be able to have a friend where if you're having a rough day or, you know, you're having a situation in a marriage or in a relationship, man, it's so in fucking important mm-hmm. to, to check on each other. Yeah. You know I think that's important definitely for men to have and share that, but also just as adults, period. Because yeah. I know for me, um, one of my new friends, Britt, yeah. um, <laughs> she's been very, like, important to me yeah. as far as reaching out on a whim not even really and just say um you know i'm proud of you i see what you're doing because even especially with what we're doing now like you're the face of it so a lot of times especially like i think for example with the studio deal like when you posted the picture and you were everybody yeah i was in the picture but nobody like people just look at it like oh she's just there or whatever but um with the studio deal people were like oh yeah congratulations big up i see you moving dude you know my guy whatever whatever and it's like but she was one of the very few people that reached out to me directly and said, hey, I'm proud of you. Keep yeah. it up. And so that is important just as an as an adult, period. So. I was about I, to leave you hanging and not say nothing. Why would you do that? Because I could tell you it's coming to an end. And I know you're not good with dead air and just being caught off guard. So I was just going to, like, slide out. That's why. I, really? If most people, if most, I, just, I'm, I mean, why you would know. you do that? So for for the people who don't know, I'm high. 
I think they've already established that. I know, that. but I just decided to go ahead and just say it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like a power to be like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm high and what? Oh, that's the power. Okay. Yeah. Got that's it. it. That's how I feel. Got it. Happy birthday, <laughs> Papa. Um, I wanted to say happy birthday to my grandfather. Yeah. Um, I think if he was here, he would be 78 really? years old. And um, it's crazy because when I saw it pop up, yeah, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is is his is his birthday." The reason it means something to me is because when he when I heard about him dying and heard about him being sick, for me that was one of the more emotional times for me. Yeah, and I don't really show emotion, so it was like that's what I remember when he said happy when I you know saw his mm-hmm. birthday pop up. But I also felt like it created a story because I honestly had a situation to where me and my grandfather didn't talk for years because I felt like he treated my other cousins better. Mm-hmm. So it's like we literally just made amends really like a year or two ago. Yeah. So but it's like it's I did great get to that see y'all were able to make amends. Exactly. Amend. So that's one of those things where people be like, hey, don't let stuff whatever, yeah. don't harbor. And it's like I don't know how I would have felt had I not made amends with him. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't have felt anything. You know what I'm saying? But one thing I can say is the few times that I did have the emotion that I had and I cried, mm-hmm. like as much as I hate crying and I don't cry and really show emotions, mm-hmm. when I did cry, I was like, as hurt as I felt, it also felt like a release at the same time. Of course, because that's what it is. Yeah, because it's like normally it's like if I don't make a move or if I don't show any emotion, is. I may walk around with You're this feeling like, that. yeah, it's like heavy on my chest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even when I did, it was just like, boom. And it's so crazy because when I cried that time, mm-hmm. I remember something happened and I came in, maybe I was just having a rough week. I don't know. But I, I think on, that at that time when everything was going on, when he got sick, that was around the time where it was like the highlight of you really losing like the relationship with your brother yeah. and other friends that DJ had Double L. Yeah, it was and then a my lot mentor got shot. Yeah, so I and I think and maybe that's so why it was, and I, it's my stupid ass. I never even really thought about that because I blocked so much shit out. Yeah, but like I literally, was, I literally fucking came in the house one day. I took a shower, rolled a blunt, mm-hmm. grabbed a beer. I literally sat on the couch and. Out of nowhere, I think, oh, matter of fact, that's exactly what it was. I did everything I just said. I turned on Netflix. I watched Rapture. Mm -hmm. And I watched um, Rapture. No, I watched Rapture on Netflix. Yeah, it was Logic. And I watched Logic's documentary. Mm -hmm. And Logic was talking about. It was the song about depression and all of that yeah. shit. And I think it was the 1-800-something. I think yeah. it's called the 1-800-song. And he told his story behind that and mm-hmm. talked about his own depression and his own anxiety mm-hmm. and all of this shit. And I swear to fucking God, mm-hmm. when that song came on, yeah. and it was like, he was like, tell me how you really feel, mm-hmm. how you really feel. And I was just like, damn. Mm-hmm. And then he, t- tell me how you, and then it was every time that part came, and then it was just like, uh, he was like, why do you got to be so hard, be so hard mm-hmm. to be a good person? And I was like, everything he was saying, and he was like, why you got to be mm-hmm. so hard? Be so, why you acting like a bitch? And then I thought about my brother. And yeah. then it's like I, everything in those emotions. And it was just other songs. Well, that's overnight. Yeah. But he, that came on after the 1-800 song. So it was just like the 1-800 song, the depression. Because you called me afterwards. And, and I was, was just like, like fuck. Yeah. I was just, because I literally was just sitting on the couch and I literally, yeah. like, tears just started running down my face. And I was, was like, what the fuck is happening to me? Yeah, this past winter and the new year coming in was like the most like, emotional that I've, that I've ever seen you. And that's, and 
out of I'm the entire time. Because what I'm we were, changing. we've been friends for seven years. We dated I'm changing. for six. Yeah, I'm changing, and, and I know was, I'm changing because even now when I think about shit, like I went to my you know counselor the other day, and mm-hmm. I was just telling her I was like, I do think about having a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, I'm more yeah. like I, I'm connected with kids more. Like when I go see Richard, mm-hmm. me and Parker, you know, we have this little <laughs> connection. I've never fucking speaking of Richard, you gonna be on the grill? Yeah, where you at, bro? <laughs> Can I get them ribs and that macaroni and cheese, son? Yes. So I literally, like, even with connecting with Britt, you know, like, I see her post uh, pictures of yeah. Remington. Yeah. And, like, I be watching her, and I, I, I'm always commenting on the pictures. And I'm like, hey, I can't wait to get out there and see him, blah, 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 blah. You know, my homegirl Whitney, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, when her and her daughter, yeah. they're interacting on social media, and I'm like, oh, she's so cute. Hey, man, when I'm going to meet her. So it's like, I'm just, I can tell that I, it's like it's a crack in my armor, mm-hmm. man. And it just goes to show And it's show like that time is, is working its yes. way and wedging this fucking crack in my armor. And it's like some days I try to, you know, yeah. paint that shit back up and mask it up and make, protect myself. And then some days I'm just kind of like, I'm tired of fighting. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I'm, say, I'm just it tired It just goes of to show like the natural progression of people. It's only if so much, so many times you're going to get your dick sucked. <laughs> it's only so many bitches you can fuck. Like I literally was taking a shit the other day and I literally like everybody text on the fucking toilet. It's nasty, but we fucking do it. And then we get the fuck up. And I know I do. I don't know about you other nasty motherfuckers, but when I do finish it and I wash my fucking hands and I, as you know, I keep wipes mm-hmm. and I wipe with the disinfectant wipe to wipe my phone off. Yeah. The phone is the nastiest thing ever. Ever. Cause but you I guarantee down, you motherfuckers you who are listening right now, like, I got him. They ain't even doing that shit. Yeah. But I was sitting in there and I was, I'm trying to not to forget my story. Fuck, fuck, fuck. You were sitting there. Oh, but I was sitting texting. there taking the shit. I was texting. And then I thought to myself, I was like, Damn, I was texting one of my homegirls, and it was a homegirl that I had fucked her homegirl. Well, nobody can see me, but I did the air quote. No, she was a she is a homegirl, okay, okay. but I fucked one of her homegirls. <laughs> oh, okay. And it was like as I was talking to her, mm-hmm. I remembered that, and I was like, "Damn, I forgot all about this bitch." I mean, not saying she's a bitch, and but you I'm just want saying. You a kid now, sins of the father. I was like, "Damn, I forgot I even <laughs> fucked old girl." Because she asked me about it. She's like, "Hey, when the last time you talked to so and so?" And I was like, nah, "Last time I fucked her." <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was thinking, but <laughs> I was just like, damn, it's been a minute. I was like, I ain't talked to her in a minute, man. But the thing about it is her homegirl, my homegirl, don't know that I smashed. Oh, shit. Yeah, she don't oh, know babe. that I smashed her friend. So, yeah. <sighs> but I was just like, damn, but I was like, I'm getting softer to where yeah, I'm, I'm wanting kids and I'm telling people how proud of them I am. <laughs> you know, I was like, shout out to Frank, you know, one of my homeboys. He, you know, Melanin Origins, him and Louie, you know, the mm-hmm. book company, black owned book yeah, company. Yeah, one of their authors. Yeah, created a, Cap- a, a Colin sign. Kaepernick uh-huh. book and had a book signing in New York and they was out there and I was just like, hey, bro, I'm proud of it's you, man. Dope. It's good to see when you. you see the people around you making moves. Making moves like, and doing that shit. Yeah. But I was just like, I didn't used to be that person. I used to just watch and be like, oh, that's, I would think in my head that's good. But it's like, how good is that to, to you know, it's, and that goes to you motherfuckers on Facebook and Twitter and any kind of social Instagram. media. Stop <laughs> looking at people's shit and actually liking it, but not double clicking to like it. Mm-hmm. It don't make you a bitch or or, 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 or whatever you think you really are. who you are. Exactly. Just being a bitch watching just yeah. see what's But up. man, just go ahead and show that person some love. So that's what I try to do. Like literally when I'm going through um, Instagram, I do that. I try to look and I'm like, oh, is that a good picture? Some of y'all take some bad pictures yeah. and you should know you're taking bad pictures but you still post them sometimes i like them just because i know the person yeah and i know, and I know they need their, a pep talk yeah like is just gonna give you a pep yeah. talk it's like a, <laughs> hope you have a good you day would. today you know so sometimes that's I, i've given
giving those sympathy <laughs> likes too. You know, I don't need them. I don't care if I got two likes on the picture. I'm yeah. fine. But it's like I know there's people you can look at that picture and you be like, oh, she was really trying. I could see it. Oh, just, God. oh she was trying. <laughs> it's so I'm gonna give us some love. I got to. Or you'll see a guy and it's like he's reaching, but I gotta give it to him. <laughs> You're reaching, brother, just a little bit higher. Keep it up. That is so sad. And it's just a keep it up tap. That's some respect. You know what I'm saying? I used to be one of them niggas who was like, I ain't supposed to like no dude's picture. Really? But if I look at his picture and I like the nigga's shirt and the nigga look nice in the shirt, ta-ta. See, I've never had a problem giving compliments like in person. It's online different for or guys. Whatever. It's different from guys. You just can't go through on a guy's page and double tap it. <laughs> you gotta look and you gotta think about it. You gotta look and see what women see. And then you got to look and see what men see. All this thought into liking the picture on Instagram. If there's some niggas out there that listen to this podcast and know this shit true, please email us and tell us your story. <laughs> Info at the reality is. T-H-A, the reality is. Because nigga, I didn't see a picture. Like, it's just like if I see a picture of like Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that yes. nigga, you, like, you'll see him in a suit or like uh, he he looks good in Navy. Mm-hmm. And he'll have he like a Navy something on. He and looks I'll good be, in Navy. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. That, I'm like, that's dope. Tap, tap. Like, if I follow him, like, how am I passing this nigga not giving this nigga his props? Yeah. But if another nigga see you, and then, you know, sometimes what makes it comfortable is they'll show you what your friends have liked on other people's stuff if you like in the same picture. Oh, you'll see one of your homies. Oh, I can it, tap, tap, and I'm good. His is too much. You just easily in there. <laughs> but guys got to think about that. You just can't be walking around looking at a nigga history, and, and he looking at your history, and you got 13 niggas. Well, speaking of Instagram, I I'm so skeptical about everything. When I'm watching Pornhub, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> How if do I, we go from Instagram? If I'm watching to Pornhub, Pornhub and I put in like uh Deep Throat or Swallow and then you go to it and it, now I've, I've gotten real specific now. Cuz you put that shit in now and it'd be like a man, you be like, "Whoa." So you got to literally back out of there. So now I'd be like interracial Deep throat. Because that's your thing. Yeah, so I got to put it on there. <laughs> I watch Ebony's too. You no, know what I'm saying? No, you don't. Not much. You don't even know. Do you know my catalog? You don't know my catalog. I, I, I have I an extensive playlist. Into, though. Yeah, you, it's a lot of things that you do not know. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure, but okay. overall, I know what you're into. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, shit, they get out. Yeah. What you want to do? Anyway. Porn selling a fantasy. I need that fantasy fulfilled. <laughs> What's next? Anyways, speaking of Instagram, we were going to talk about the increase oh, yeah, of your, yeah. your DM action. But I don't even know why it's happening. Oh, please. Get out of here. You know why the fuck is happening. I don't know why it's happening. Don't, I really don't. don't I'm don't. telling what you. What is that? That fake humble shit? <laughs> Do not play that. No, I'm not. You posting pictures no. with your... You back in the gym. You got what? your muscles. You got your tattoos what? showing. You got your, I'm just your hair. I'm going to turn into Ha Ha Davis. <laughs> your hair what? is longer. This is beyond me. <laughs> You acted different. You know how to fuck these hoes sliding into that DM. This is beyond me. I ain't ever, ever seen you be like this. (laughs) This is beyond me. Oh, (laughs) Scoop, scoop. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's crazy because I had somebody hit me up the other day, and it was somebody I don't even know. Mm -hmm. And they were like, um, you know, they spoke, and it was just like, hey. And I was like, hey, how are you? And it was like uh, that's what gets you in trouble too. I think I, t- well, I think we were having a conversation. Sometimes you don't you respond, that. but depending on what the girl no. looked like, you you just be a little bit more kind. And that's fine. And being in, in real life, in real life, let's be real. The better you look in life, mm-hmm. the better treatment you get. That's true. But for you, you treat like, and I told you this the other day. Even your even your female friends, you treat everybody like so well. That's why people are drawn to you. What I'm supposed to do? 
not saying that you have to be whatever, but you do treat, you even treat your homegirls like they your girlfriend. Like, you respond immediately. Like, some stuff I reserve for the person that I'm talking to. I don't to. be thinking about that. I just That's be responding. If so, I see it on my phone, it's like, okay, I'm not going to. So I exactly, treat people the way I want to be treated. So, people start getting used to that treatment, and then they feel more special than they really should feel. Well, that's something that they would have to check themselves on. Mm-hmm. That's not my responsibility. I cannot be responsible for everybody's emotions. I cannot. I'm not placing it on you. I'm but just saying, I do do that why. because, like I said, if somebody texts me or if I text somebody, yeah. I want them to respond in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a good friend or mm-hmm. whatever I may be to you. I feel like I deserve that. Yeah. So I if I feel no that way, right. if somebody reach out to me, I'm not going to wait. Sometimes I've looked at my phone and I'm like, all right, I don't feel like responding right now. Mm-hmm. But I try not to wait longer than five minutes unless I'm sleep high or just dog dead tired. Or you just or dead dog tired. Or yeah. yeah. Or if I just don't really give a fuck that yeah. day. But yeah. for the most part, I'm gonna respond to people. I think so that's anyways, just the right fucking thing to do. That's why you continue to attract these hoes. Well, they're not hoes. Okay. Are you a hoe? I'm not a hoe. Were you a hoe? No, I wasn't. Have you ever been a hoe? I've never been. Do a you hoe. plan on being a hoe? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker shrugged your shoulders. You didn't even have the balls to speak. So, yeah. But it it, it has been funny. It just sounds better when you say these hoes. Yeah, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But it it does feel different because, I mean, I've always had people that are, you know, I've tried to make their way or talk to me, but it's like, now it's like I know it's because certain things are starting to look like something. Mm -hmm. And air quotes on the look like something because I don't got shit. Mm Mm-hmm. You so, got but it's one of those things where it's like you can't be, you know, don't get Kevin hearted. You can't be out here thinking that you're getting all this play just because it's based off solely off your looks and who you are. So I'm not that stupid to think that that's what that is. Well, and I'm that's not that the attractive. Difference too. I, I feel like well, I'm handsome. That's about you it. You can say that, but that's also the difference because you have some guys that never got any play until they reached a certain point. And they start but acting you, up. Yeah, yeah but I've been getting, getting pussy for quite some along. time. I've been getting pussy for I've been in these streets. I've been in these pink streets a long time. Yeah. That's what I may name this podcast, Pink Streets. Mm. Nah, what was the other option I had? I'll go back and catch you up later. So... Wow. Also, with the summertime comes a big decision for you. What is that? Moving. <laughs> I'm not. What I, I, was I supposed to be talking about yes, moving today? You wanted to talk about the hassles of moving because that's also why you ended up staying where you are. Yeah, I've been here two years. Um, <laughs> I got an opportunity. I'm, I'm getting. I'm kind of that way now. Like, who the fuck wants to pack up everything in yeah, all of these but... apartments? Once you start paying in Texas, once you start paying like fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars a month, it shit all look the same. And that's why you should just go get yourself a house. And then that's when you have to level up, and then you'd be like, all right, well, let me get a penthouse or a condo, where you oh, then man. you paying twenty five to thirty five to forty five hundred for it all. An apartment, pretty much, just a luxurious. And one. again, that's why you should just get yourself a house. You're already paying certain amount, a certain amount of money. But you I know don't you know how much longer I'm going to be in Texas. Like I yeah, really, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. So I don't want a hassle of having a house. So well, that's the good thing about the real estate market. You know, I just sold my house. Yes. And moved into a new house. Let a nigga get two dollars. <laughs> Can I get two fucking dollars? You know, you can get whatever you want. Two fucking dollars. <laughs> so I, before I did want to say two more things before we get out of here, man. I'm not gonna get real deep into it because I don't know everything. But um, the report is that Kanye purchased the Whitney Houston picture 
drug and uh, I say the drug infested bathroom. Yeah, drug infested bathroom. I hate to Kinda. laugh because I love Whitney. Yeah. We, I hate Whitney. And I think gone, certain things should be like really but the this greatest voice. Kanye shouldn't have bought the eighty five thousand dollar picture, but who was the person that put a price on it? That's I, that's really who whoever got a problem with. That's who they that's yeah he kind of could have had a conscience and not did it, but who put a price tag on it for it to be something that you could actually obtain? Yeah. And so then you the said issue. her family spoke out about that. They're saying that her family spoke out. Oh, that's okay. reports. I don't know. You know, I don't like to get in part of that yeah, fake and alternative do some, news. Do some research. I try that. to dodge that. Yeah. But I did before I get out of here. I want to talk about men. I want the men. Uh, we got to do better. And I say that because from talking to my mom, from talking to you, from talking to homegirls, from yeah. talking to so many of my cousins, and why are men so? Why are we so I'm fucking shitty? Game. I'm out the game. But like, why are we so shitty? Because of the fact that men are trash. And what I say, what I mean by that, it's like I, getting stories from my mom. She's 56, mm-hmm. so she's dating around she that age. She shouldn't have those. She stories shouldn't have at niggas 56 years old. And the first conversation you have, the second conversation you have, the third conversation you have, you're talking about fucking or some form of sexual activity. Mm-hmm. Like how the it's, fuck? Like it's what? a turnoff for women like me, and I think your mom too. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And I heard girls say that. Like I had a homegirl hit me the other day. And she was like, Well, I met this guy on this app. And I was like, Well, first, that's your problem, first off. <laughs> um, but she's like, I met this guy on this app. And, you know, we went out and he texted me the next day. And we've been texting all day. And he mm-hmm. asked for a massage. And mm-hmm. basically, what the, kind of massage? Well, he was like, He said, I think he said, a shoulders and his hands. Mm-hmm. I was like, Nigga, need a hand massage. He got, yeah. what he got? What's that shit called when you got Arthritis. a knot in your hands? No, like a. <laughs> When you're typing too much on the oh, keyboard, yeah, where your shit look like basketball player hands and shit. I just like that shit right there. It's like she's like, "What do you read into this?" I was like, "Eventually, you're gonna be jacking this nigga dick or yeah. sucking his dick, cause niggas making moves off a of massage." Yeah. I ain't asking for no fucking physical contact. The first couple of times or months or whatever we talking, I'm really truly trying to get to know motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like I think when me and you was going out, I was like, "What's your favorite color?" Yeah, you did like some real cute shit. Like we was playing tic tac toe at the table and stuff. What's your like, favorite color? Yeah. What do you like to wear? What do you like to yeah. do? You like museums? You, you like music? You like pictures? <laughs> you like documentaries? You like to travel? You like mm-hmm. good food? I get so much other shit to, to explore. Talk about. Then once you make that, that connection mentally, that's what pussy gonna be so much. I don't think guys better. understand that. Like once you tap into that side, it's like, oh my god, because yeah. And niggas don't even want to know. I need to know who the fuck I'm talking to. If a bitch can't speak a complete sentence, <laughs> and like all, and it's becoming a problem. Our English is becoming a problem here. Cause every fucking time I'm on a social media platform, it's they people trying to explain to what it is, <clears throat> what an apostrophe is, and it's what an ITS and yours and your yeah. and we and, and we're. Then, and it's like nigga, this is not nosotros me. and and and, and, and yeah, this ain't Spanish. <laughs> and I don't we, care if they, you say, oh, it's a text message because that's an indication to me. Yeah. Of how you really speak. Even when I make a mistake on text messages, I it it makes my skin crawl to uh-huh. even have to come back to. You know, correct myself, mm-hmm. and then some days I'm like, you know what, fuck it. These motherfuckers know I can speak right, and then it's like that one time, especially like in a group meet, they'll be like, you meant this, and it's like, nigga, yes, you know who the fuck I am, yeah. but it drives people crazy. Mm-hmm. If you're not speaking proper English, like sometimes you can, you know, speak that shit because I don't talk like this all the time. Of course, and I'm I country, you- so I got a draw and some ers and r's and shit, yeah. but it's like. 
For the most part, if I have to go into the interview, not for the most part, for all the part. That's what I was about to say. If I go into an interview or any kind of business setting, like I know how to speak. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is not what it everybody is. does. But niggas, I need niggas to get on on game. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't bring up sex, man. Women know how. If a woman wants to fuck you, she's gonna let you know. Mm-hmm. Her conversation, her body language, and what her eyes are saying will let you know. But her walk is gonna be different. Sex, it's not just about the it's sex, just, but give it time. Yeah. Like I literally be out here. I've been praying for my mom for years. She done dated all these guys, but it's like nobody Another wants to get married. Nobody wants to settle down. Another big thing is money. It so is. So it's like you don't really know me. Um, you you think. I might have a little something. Yeah. So you asking for like a handout or yeah. not a loan or yeah. whatever that you not going to pay back. Yeah. Wh- who does that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I just need, I just, when I hear these stories, I just be like, damn, is it that bad? I think. Oh, it's bad. That's and I remember, I, I literally remember telling my mom and my mom telling me this. I think I was like 20, 21. It was anywhere between 21 and 23. Mm-hmm. And I had been talking to us. I had like quite a roster. And she was like, I see. She was like, I've always seen you talk to these women. She's like, What is your intent? And I was like, I'm just having fun, you know. I was like, I'm not even sleeping, you know, with all of these girls, which I wasn't at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was just telling her, you know what I'm saying? I was like, It's a lot of girls in a bad situation that have been in bad situations that have dated shitty dudes that have. I've had stories of women, you know, being fucking with a dude for years and never even busted a nut on their end. And it's like you hear shit like that, and not to be funny, I almost felt like I turned myself into a gigolo because I was in. I was entertaining these people. I was going to dinner with these girls. I was hanging out with these girls. I was getting head from some of them. I was fucking another one. I was, and it was like I was doing this shit. And my mom was like, "You can't keep doing this." And I was like, "I, I mean, I'm just giving these people what they want." Thank but God I'm not for good mamas. I was being a good guy. They knew what it was. I didn't tell them I was trying to be with them, and I was giving them what I was spreading myself thin, if anything. Oh, okay. Man, do you know how much time it takes to dick down three or four women a week? I could hear all the stories when we used to work together. So, so I, I'm just I saying, think I got a good vision. I keep forgetting you were sitting yeah, by me. I them forget. stories was, woo, my God. <coughs> what was it, eight in one week? I keep forgetting that we was friends yeah, before that. All eight that. in one week. That's crazy. And you had the nerve to talk about how dirty you feel. <laughs> Jesus. I feel dirty just listening. Oh man! So you now you acting like you uh who was that when they was talking about Amber Rose? It was like after Kanye dated, he had to take eight. Oh, he said he had to take like eight showers. Some. It wasn't that bad. I, it sounded I, bad. It did sound bad. <laughs> I was tired too. And I was dragging ass coming man to, over there. Who running? <laughs> Ooh, that nigga always used to be like, man, if we live together. Man, if we live, if I was single, man, we'd be tearing the streets up. I was like, bro, I'm tired. It's always easy for people that's not in the situation to yeah, say what Because I was they like, nigga, be this is because any. I've been in a situation like that several times where I've had multiple multiple women on the roster, and it's like, it's 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 tiring mm. because you got to get up for all of but them. But you signed yourself up for that, so yeah. that's why I don't understand. Like you talk about how tiring it is. And you, you talk and about you, and, I mean, you start weeding them out after a while. Uh, they weed themselves out. Mm. Only the strong survive. <laughs> and that means sexually. If she's sucking dick and doing more than the other one, that's how you survive. Of course. The strong survive. Strong jaws will survive. <laughs> Men, step up your game, man. You got anything else to say? Dang. All right, let's get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> I've been on the low. I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. 
mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. Who can relate? Woo! I've been on a low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. I don't wanna be alive. I don't wanna be alive. I just wanna die today. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.